0: Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp.
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire, episode one seventy six. Today it's February eighth, Wednesday, middle of the week. Everybody, day after tomorrow's Friday. That's what I'm talking about. So today's going to be a great show, you guys. I've been really looking forward to having this guest on, and the time has finally come and I am stoked. Uh, also I wanted to remind you guys every day this week leading up to Friday this Friday which is February 10th uh, we're starting a new teaching series and it's going to be called Bible 101. How's that for a title? Um, and so I'm I'm really excited. We're having Mandy and Costin Woodhouse great Bible teachers, really gifted Bible teachers. Um, and so even though it's called Bible 101 it's for uh young and seasoned believers and it's going to be great we're going to be getting into how to study the word how to apply it to your life so even if you're like been there done that uh you're going to learn something new uh so check it out you guys i'm really excited for that that's starting on friday uh and and it's going to be costin kicking it off and they're going to tag team and then the final episode episode four they're going to be joined together and they're going to be doing it together it's going to be great so also um for the next couple of months, I know you guys have heard me giving this spiel. I used to do it twice a week and I just figured that was too much. So now it's going to be on Wednesdays. Um, We are, uh, Elijah Fire is focusing or Elijah Streams. The next couple of months, you guys, we're going to be focusing on helping organizations based in the US who are involved in assisting in recovery and restoration of human trafficking victims. So you guys have been uh, insanely generous with your donations to both Elijah Fire and Elijah Streams. Um, and so this is just a way for us to give back, but also to partner with uh, people in the kingdom who are doing great things in the vein of human trafficking and rescuing those people. So if you go to com, that's ElijahStreamsGrants.com, uh, it'll forward you to a site and that gives you two options. You can either recommend a organization to us that's US-based or... If you are US-based, I got to say that again, if you are US-based, you can also apply for one if you represent that organization or ministry. So yeah, if you guys go to ElijahStreamsGrants.com, you can apply for one of those grants and um, it'll walk you through all that stuff and more details. will follow that in the future. So very exciting, super generous. Uh, This is really spearheaded by Steve um, and um, I am so passionate about it, my wife and I we were in missions and, um, you know, my wife did more with, um, you know, he, raising human trafficking awareness. She was also trained by the LAPD to do stakeouts, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, it's something that my wife and I both are really passionate about. Um, and so this is, a, this is great. This is awesome. You guys, so you can forward that Elijah streams grants to someone else that it might apply to, or you can recommend someone, or you can apply for one yourself. All right, guys. Uh, my my guest today, um, I think he's great. He's a preacher. He's a teacher. He's a prophetic voice, and he's also the co-leader of Spirit Word Ministries along with his wife Amy. Let's give it up for my guest today, Jesse Jam. Welcome to Elijah Fire,
2: Jesse. Woo! Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me on the show.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. I've been, I've been honestly, truthfully. Illumination. I've been wanting to get you on for a while, and it just you know didn't happen. <laughs> and just and so I was like, okay, it's happening now, and I'm so stoked. I'm here for it. So, um, Jesse, there's a lot of people who know who you are. Um, they're very aware of the Champ name between you, Amy, and your brother Charlie. Uh, but uh, there are a lot of people who don't know who you are. So why don't you just tell the people who you are and what you do?
2: Yeah, uh, my wife and I are the founders of Spirit Word Ministries. And uh, we have a ministry of reaching people that um, are atheists, Muslim. We uh, raise up harvesters for power evangelism. We train, equip. Um, many things I could say about what we do. Uh, but, you know, the most exciting thing that we're doing now in our ministry is the crusade evangelism. Which I'm really excited to talk about yeah. on the show today, Jeff. Yeah. So thank you for having us on, and I, I'm really excited about the show. What we're going to yeah. dive into.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, you know we have some talking points here. Um, we don't have to go in order, um, but let's just talk about. I mean, let's just you mention it. So let's jump right into it. The crusade evangelism is this crusade evangelism internationally, or is this locally, or is it both?
2: Uh, right now, it's international, yeah, um, but we are praying into America, the harvest, you yeah. know, where the nation is right now. Mm-hmm. It's so very important that yeah. the harvest is our priority, yeah, come on, so the harvest is huge on my heart right now, so we're praying into what that looks like, where we get back to the great white tents, set a tent up, yeah draw the lost, draw those that need the gospel and to really demonstrate the gospel with miracle signs and wonders. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I feel that this is huge on the Lord's heart right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I do feel like, I want to say it was like 2020 did something, man, where it was like, all of a sudden mm-hmm. people were like, whoa, man, we got to go to, there was just, I have noticed more people are really starting to form home church communities that are not like they're like legit home churches they're not like you know i was talking with my guest yesterday and she's actually like really spearheaded this with her and some other people in her community of uh, legit home church communities and that's not to knock the the big church buildings i think those will still be there absolutely but i just noticed that there are a lot of people that were in those those uh settings and going you know what like this has always been my heart to you know, start these home church communities. But another thing that's happened is the return of like 10 revivals. And we've seen yeah. Jennifer uh, and Monday Martin do it. We've seen uh, Chris Elisha, who I have on my show, she does it. Um, and there's tons of other people. Um, and so I really do feel like that, you know, the crusade, the white tent thing. Like, yeah, I do yeah. feel like that is, especially with how hungry people are for something beyond this corporeal you know, world, right. They feel this pull towards things of the spirit and then they can find themselves in a ditch with like, you know, really giving into a counterfeit new age, witchcraft, all those things. But I really do feel like we were talking before the show about how I really feel like, and people are hungry. Like they're really hungry. And you've seen that, right?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, You know, this is a generation that wants the real raw authentic. Yeah. And what is more real than miracles, notable, remarkable healings? We need to get back to power evangelism. Uh, there's such a hunger for power evangelism. There's such a hunger for revival, the real things of God, mm-hmm. and um, we are pursuing that. Yeah. And God's given us dreams and visions about tents, crusades, and so we are. You know we want to be on the cutting edge of what god's doing yeah come on and i believe that that is the cutting edge yeah Uh, there was a great shaking that happened within the church Mm -hmm. within the world as you mentioned 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, i think it really shook people up in a good way Mm -hmm. where we need to really look at what matters yeah for real uh you know because i i sense another wave coming And are we prepared to stand and are we about the harvest as we should be? Because what Jesus was primarily focused on was first the kingdom, secondly, the harvest. Hmm. So the Bible says, seek ye first his righteousness, his kingdom, his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Hmm. Jesus preached the kingdom, taught about the kingdom, he demonstrated the kingdom, but then he was focused on the harvest. Hmm. So, where are the power evangelists? Where is the heart for us to win souls? We've mm. got to have a heart and a passion for the multitude. When Jesus looked upon the multitude, he was moved with compassion. Have we lost our compassion for the multitude? Mm. I don't know about you, Jeff, but my heart's been stirred for the lost, mm. for the atheist, um, you know, for the skeptic, even. Yeah, and when people see real miracles, it changes everything. Yeah, True. I don't mean to take over the show here, but
1: no, hey man, I'm do your thing
2: about this. So yeah,
1: go full Jesse Shamp, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, so that you know that's where our hearts are, is yeah. is to truly demonstrate the gospel in a way that uh, the the intellectual says wow th- this this thing of jesus this thing of, of the gospel it yeah. really is real yeah and that's what really you know impacted me was a real encounter with jesus a, a mm. real a real touch from the holy ghost uh seeing real miracles happen yeah um you know that in my opinion is the bread and butter of the gospel mm. and that's what draws the lost and that's yeah. what keeps us on fire, serving the Lord and going after the harvest. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely key.
1: Well, man, and I remember like the first real legit miracle that I saw, I was 21, I think, and I was in YWAM and I was like doing wow. a discipleship training school. And you know, YWAM is very multi-denominational. And so it's very, you know, you've got some people who are Catholic or raised Catholic. You've got people that are, uh, you know, mainline Protestant or charismatic or whatever. And um, and so it, it just is kind of a breeding ground for God to really show up. Um, yeah. And uh, and I remember we were praying for this guy and, and he tore his ACL and he was like in a lot of pain. And he had like a full leg brace on and. Uh, and the doctors, the diagnosis was like, you're never going to play basketball again. Like it was bad and Mm -hmm. we're praying for him. He gets, we help him up. He walks away three minutes later. He walks up to us and he's like, Hey guys. And we look down and he doesn't have a leg brace on and he phone like does a one legged squat and everything. We're like, Oh my gosh, you know, like, and, uh, and honestly, man, like that, just to give credit to what you're talking about, seeing that. Yeah. Cause you can know stuff in theory, right? There's a lot of like, Oh, I, you know, I want to try to wrap my head around this before I step yeah. out and do this, or I start praying for people. I need to know how this works. Well, God is much bigger than us and you're never going to know, you know, entirely, right. you know? And so honestly, man, like that, I know for me and other people involved really messed us up in the best possible way to be like, mm-hmm. dude, like what else? Like, yeah. Like what else? Like it just doesn't leave you. It's this thing that just like sits or gnaws at you, and you have to like do come something on.
2: with it. You know? So come on, yeah. So that's that's amazing. I I love hearing those testimonies, those stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have tons that I could share. Yeah, dude. And you know, really, where I'm at right now is I just love seeing people move in the stuff. Mm. So after seeing miracles and traveling the road in the nation's crusades, I want to see people step out of their comfort zone and allow God to use them through a prophetic word, through laying hands on the sick and seeing them recover, Mm. actually doing the stuff. Yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what was your experience? I mean, did you grow up doing like this being a part of your world or was it, you know, there's got to be a point where like, you know, because I think you grew up, your parents were believers, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. But there's gotta be a point where it becomes real for you, right? Like this is no longer my parents' beliefs, like Jesus is my my Lord and Savior, and I right. serve him, you know. So there's gotta be like what what was that process like for you?
2: Oh yeah. I mean, I, I have a story. Yeah. I mean it's a long one, but I'll try yeah. to you can like convince. condense it, yeah. <laughs> but uh I I will say that um my parents were serving the lord and uh, my dad and another man they wrote a letter to david hogan okay you know they were serving in this church and they wrote this letter to david hogan well david hogan came in and uh you know they're hosting him in this place and the power of god exploded people started going through deliverance Hmm. um real healing started happening uh and I got really rocked by God, twelve years old. David Hogan's son prayed for me. Wow. and uh, I was power of God hit me. I was under the power of God for like three days, and I would wake <laughs> up in the middle of the night speaking in tongues, Wow, dude. And my dad got an impartation and started to cast out devils. Mm. So he was just launched into this ministry where. Mm. He's healing the sick, casting out devils, and uh, I mean, homosexuals were getting free. Come on. Uh, people that had, were heavily in the occult were getting free. Wow, uh, all types of wild deliverance testimonies. But that, looking back at that, that's what shifted my whole family out of uh, just serving religion to seeing what real revival looks like, and uh you know i never forgot about that touch from god but i did run from the lord Mm -hmm. so um yeah you know 14 years old uh there was a black magic warlock that actually tried to kill me wow so i was with some friends i was actually with the pastor's son and uh this black magic warlock had poisoned my alcohol and i came half an hour away from death i have do not know why but this person just said hey you know i'm gonna kill you tonight Hmm. i thought this person was joking i'm just with a few friends and so there was an attack assignment on my life
1: yeah no kidding
2: and it was from that experience uh brought a lot of trauma in my life Mm -hmm. and I was battling addiction from that point on, just Mm. like in and out of battling things and running from the Lord. But, uh, it's wild, Mm. wild. And I don't know if I've ever shared this publicly. Um, but that was like one of the most difficult things for me to walk through. Mm yeah you know uh coming that close from coming that close to death and thinking man you know just walking through that was was difficult but oh man um, in the midst of that in the midst of that uh as i was i was just you know out of the hospital thinking man why did this happen to me you know what is going on like i know that i'm I'm not serving the Lord, but why would this happen to me? Uh, I had a visitation with Jesus. And Jesus came to me in a dream. And it wasn't just a dream. Like my spirit man came out of my body. I went into heaven, 14 years old. (laughs) And Jesus is walking towards me. And I didn't understand it because there was all this light, all this power, all this glory. And jesus called my name three times wow and what i didn't realize at the time was jesus was commissioning me to go into ministry uh so i still had this this battle with trauma addiction all these things sure but it was later on i came back to the lord uh, i was 20 years old and i'd seen a lot in my life in the church Just a lot of abuse and uh, a lot of things in the church. You know, I feel like there's many people that have uh, seen a lot in the church and they're like, you know, do I want to serve the Lord? Mm. You know, do I want to serve in the church? Well, you've got to use discernment of what type of leader God is connecting you to or Mm. what type of community God is connecting you to.
1: Yeah, That's huge. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I gotta ask because you had that powerful encounter when you were twelve.
2: Yeah, no, fourteen. Oh, yeah, You're yeah. So back it was twelve, and David then
1: fourteen. Hogan. Right? If I'm understanding right, it yeah. was like David Hogan's son prayed for you at twelve. Yeah. Right? Okay, yeah. I'm getting that right. All right. Um, but was there was there something that happened like with you that kind of opened you up to that, like a lack of un- a lack of worthiness feeling? Like, because that's a pretty powerful encounter, yeah. right? Um, And yeah. I think a lot of people can relate of having a powerful encounter with the Lord when they were younger and then going the wayward path, yeah. even though they had like a powerful encounter and you're like, whoa. And other people might look at that and go, oh man, if I had an encounter like that, I'd never do that. But yeah. there's important things that happen in here. That can hinder you from moving into your like ministry or, right, right. or whatever. So, I'm just curious what if you've been able to, like, all these years of reflecting on it, been able to
2: be like, it was this, this thing. I, I yeah, I love your question, uh, because I have thought a lot about it.
0: Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit slash
2: give. Uh, I think one of the reasons. I ran so hard, like away from it, away from church, away from the Lord. Part of part of it was I knew I had a call on my life. Yeah. And I didn't want to go into ministry. That was part of it. Because I didn't want to serve the Lord. Yeah. And I, I just did, you know, I wrestled with that. And with every call, there's a battle. If God's put a mantle on your life, if God has called you to serve him in an area, there's a real battle and there's demons assigned to you. I believe that there's angels assigned to you, but there are demons assigned to you, assigned to that mantle, to that call. And you have to submit to the Lord. Yeah. Or you're going to go through hell. Yeah. You got to submit to the Lord. Yeah. You know, um, 20 years old, I just surrendered everything to the Lord and uh I went through teen challenge and I actually started preaching in teen challenge. Oh, you did? But nice. uh yeah, you so, waste any
1: time, you just go for it. <laughs>
2: yeah, they just kind of threw me in there, like yeah,
1: you know, in the Baptist gifts. churches yeah. And, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. so you know, I encourage anyone that's running from the ward has a call on their life or they're just running to come back to the Lord because there's nothing out there in the world for you but serving the Lord that is the best life you could live it really is come on despite being church hurt despite what you've been through come back to the Lord because that that is where God can really pour out blessing on you
1: Yeah. That's a very important message for now. I mean, like right now, it's a very now word as a lot of people say in the prophetic, you know, um, I just feel like there's there's a lot of people going through hurt and, you know, it's like the whole deconstruction movement, you know, is a lot of times been birthed out of trauma hurt. And some, I mean, it's not like it's, it's not an imaginary thing, right? There are actually people that have gotten hurt in the church. Um, but I love what you said here. You're like, take even with your church hurt, like come back to the Lord. And that's something I'm very adamant about on this show. Jesse is like, look, if you have doubts, if you have questions, if you're struggling, if you're whatever it is, if you need breakthrough in your finances, if you need uh, like what like the solution is not to run away and find, to find some extra biblical solution. It's right. come to the Lord. And I think so often there's this fear, Jesse, of like, oh, I need to like, I this this question is like a this question's heresy. I can't ask this question, and 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 so I'm not going to even ask it of God, even though He knows what's what's in our thoughts, right? Um, and uh, yeah. and so we're like, okay, well, I'll go to some thought leader. Or I'll go to academia, or I'll yeah, go. To, no. I, whatever you know, there's no
2: shortcuts yeah you know we can't change what the word of God says yeah so we have to move forward in faith in the Lord come on and uh mm-hmm. it's only through surrender that we're really going to enter into what God has for us yeah uh, so yeah, come yeah. On. but anyways I Jeff I got a long testimony you know yeah. I could go in and out of going and out of it like going yeah. in and out of rehab almost dying of another drug overdose, like just crazy, um, crazy story. But you know, what's amazing is how God can turn everything around and bring the blessing into your life through submitting to the Lord and pursuing what he has for you. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So what, I mean, what kind of doors has that opened? You know, do you just, I mean, honestly, you saying yes to the Lord, um, you know what kind of
2: doors is that opened uh yeah you know well like i said i started preaching sharing my testimony in teen challenge and god just man god just uh had me go through a holy ghost training you know i mean i got connected to leaders and there was impartation through that uh but it's just been a complete faith journey yeah and doing what god tells you to do is so vitally important to doors opening because i feel like many run looking for opportunity uh, but they get really wounded Mm. because they thought that there was an opportunity in something sure but actually what's important is doing what god tells you to do and connecting to those places god is really connecting you to that's where your opportunity is. That's where the breakthrough is. So God blew open destiny doors just because we were obedient. There were times we did things that didn't make sense, but we knew it was the Lord. So we (laughs) did it. You know,
1: I've been there several times myself. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
2: We're still in that boat, right? Amen. Yeah. Amen. But God's been good. God's been really faithful. uh, As we have, just serve the Lord and done what God told us to do. Uh, like I wrote a book, uh, with my wife, we were, we are already writing a book and we had a publisher reach out and say, Hey, we want you guys to do a book with us. And we had the book nearly written. Whoa. So it was just like a whole God thing. Yeah. And that was uh,
1: miracles in the glory, right? Yes. Yeah. Link yes. To the Description everybody.
2: Yeah. yeah a little plug yeah. there. Yeah. Little <laughs> plug. Shameless plug. But, uh, yeah, you know, God's opened doors in the nations. We just did a crusade in Malawi, Africa last year, wow. where we had 75,000 come to the Lord. Wow. Radical, uh, notable, remarkable miracles took place on the platform, uh, which drew in the harvest. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually had a friend that does crusades. He called me the day of the crusade. He said, if miracles do not happen tonight, your crusade is not going to be good. You know, it's, it's got to happen tonight. You got to get the breakthrough tonight. So yeah. uh, it was, you know, the first crusade I did. And that night uh, there was a man that was for 30 years completely deaf, got healed on the platform. Come on. Uh, several healings and miracles took place that night, which drew a larger crowd Saturday night. So, throughout the crusade, there were seventy-five thousand that came to the Lord. Dude. And so I, that you know, from starting the ministry, that's always been my heart is to win souls. Mm-hmm. So the evangelist in me wants to win souls, and the evangelist in me wants others to win souls. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, I'm stoked about October because we're going to be in Karachi, Pakistan. Oh, wow, and man. this is an even larger crusade. And we are, my crusade director tells me we're going to have anywhere for, from 200,000 to 300,000 on the grounds to hear it's the nuts. good news of the gospel.
1: <laughs> and yeah, yeah, my so- mind can't even comprehend that, like how many people that is like visually. so many people dude
2: so i just started you know amy and i just started doing street evangelism just winning souls on the streets and the mall and the marketplace praying for people started seeing healing and god just opened these big destiny doors that we're walking through it's only the favor of god Mm -hmm. um but yeah we're we're mightily blessed and this has been a really fruitful season we just had our firstborn is yeah come on so we're we're raising him up to do what what god has called him to do and yeah i'm thankful he won't have to walk through some of the mistakes i've walked through yeah running from the lord uh-huh. a young age and all that so yeah,
1: yeah absolutely Well, you know, we titled this episode, the key to evangelism, and you're talking about evangelism, approaching people on the street, heart for the lost. I know there's a lot of people in that boat, um, but they don't know how to get from, uh, you know, especially if someone's highlighted to them, some people have an issue with approaching people. Yeah. Uh, How do, how do you approach them? You know? Uh, so I mean, we can just talk about that and see where it goes. I would love for you to give some tips uh you know teach people a little bit how how to even do that uh so go for it man
2: yeah i i love the uh i love team ministry so taking teams out teams of twos where uh it's not just you going out by yourself praying for people but you're you're going out in in a team of two it just it works better it flows better like if i'm at the grocery store by myself you know and there's somebody God tells me to pray for. I'll do that. But I recommend going in twos. You know, Jesus sent them out in twos. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, get, it's you're going to have to get out of your comfort zone. But the Holy Spirit moves when you're out of your comfort zone. Mm. So when we put God on the spot, He will move. Mm. But you got to get that first breakthrough first healing and then you know that you got it once you see your real once you see a real healing god uses you with a real healing then you know you got it then you know you can see another healing another healing another healing yeah, it's a faith you know you yeah. have the
1: faith to go to the next step you know step out more yeah
2: yeah so that's what i started moving off of was just faith i didn't have word of knowledge i didn't have a gift of prophecy i just moved off of mark 16 and just went out praying for people with a few friends um i was actually in a ministry school at the time but we saw some wild healings just in the grocery store where this lady's back popped two times as you know my friend and i were praying for got totally healed and that was what really looking back that's what really started the healing ministry Mm. was just being faithful in that season no microphone no platform but going out faithfully praying for people at the mall praying for people at the grocery store just going after the stuff and i know that there's many young hungry on fire uh youth that want to see healing want to see miracles and all it takes is a little activation and a little motivation and you're going to see it you know Mm -hmm. uh, impartation plays a huge part Uh, i believe in impartation laying hands on people for impartation that's part of the activation but we've got to do something with the impartation We've got to take that impartation and go out and put ourselves in a position where god has to move yeah we, we've got to put feet to our faith
1: yeah i feel like that's where we're going to see really i mean this move of god um you know has been prophesied billion soul yeah. harvest all that is putting ourselves in positions where God has to move and it's not a one size fits all. Okay. That means we all need to do this one thing. No. Right. But, um, that's going to look different for all of us, but asking the Lord, like, God, where, where are some areas that you, you are calling me into. And honestly, most people like we know it's like, there's this gaping hole and you're like, this is the area that God has like, there's no fit. I like, this is going to require faith this thing right here right. so i'm going to avoid it you know uh and uh, and so a lot of people we know what that is in our life you know uh but getting right. ourselves as believers in positions where god has to move like that's absolutely essential for this this year and beyond is that right.
2: yeah absolutely jeff you know our vision has to include the harvest if your vision does not include the harvest, then I really question if it is a vision from God. Hmm. You know, if God's given you a vision for ministry, uh, you need you need to get a vision for the harvest because it can be just all about us and our vision. Yeah. But God doesn't just bless visions. God blesses faithfulness. He blesses obedience yeah. and he blesses those that, are about the harvest yeah, i mean look at the ministry of jesus he was going after the harvest uh, that was his primary focus was the harvest winning souls making an impact and we have the responsibility of being prayed up and prepared to reach the loss. but god blesses as we just pursue after the harvest god blesses yeah come on and yeah. uh you know, we, we, with what's happening in America, I feel that the harvest is all around us. Mm-hmm. The harvest is everywhere. The harvest is around us. You know, it's, it's like Jesus told his disciples, uh, do not say that there are four months and then the harvest. Lift your eyes because the fields are white.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All around us is the harvest. Mm-hmm. God wants to use you as a harvester. And people say, well, no, no, I'm, I'm, you know, this is what I'm called to do or that's what I'm called to do. Listen, we're all called to win souls. We're all called to win souls. We're all called to see healing, miracles, to prophesy. We're all called to win souls. And mm-hmm. I feel that this is the hour where God is really drawing those volunteers the ones that say, "Here I am, God, send me. You know, in the day of his power, they will volunteer. He's drawing those volunteers mm-hmm. that are going to be all about the harvest,
1: yeah, yeah so. man. yeah. well, you had a um I just saw in the notes, you had a a dream about uh, awakening in America, and I would love to hear it,
2: oh, absolutely. yes, absolutely. That was a dream i I received from the Lord I was in a time of prayer fasting and the Lord just gave me this dream where I was walking into the stadium and the stadium was filled with people Jeff just filled with people I saw the the cloud of God's glory and there were a few ministers on the platform and I saw them minister out of the presence of God. One minister was actually wrapped in a cloud and they were ministering out of the presence of God and miracles were happening easily. And there was like a shout, a roar that came out of the people of the stadium. And I, I woke up from the dream knowing that this is the next move. This is what God is going to do in the future. And it's going to be in stadiums in America. Wow! Wow! You know, the move of God may not look everything like what we thought it was going to look like, but it will come. Hmm. I think yeah. we're often looking for revival uh, to come down like wrapped up in a in a gift with a, a pretty bow on top. Yeah. <laughs> and it it may not come the way you're you're expecting or or thinking but you know god flows through people yeah god flows through people and sometimes people are out of our box and you know that's okay yeah
1: that's messy though like you know like i'm thinking like what obviously it's been a series of events over the course of decades to get us to this point but going back to 2020 really felt like that was like a noticeable shift like a, a noticeable like turning of the page new chapter new book however you yeah. want to describe it and it was messy man it was uncomfortable you know and yeah. it was just like all these things getting exposed and you know upheaval yeah. and and uh just a constant shaking and it was just like uh yeah. and so it's like to get us you know god is answering our prayers you know He's answering our cries. Truly, yes. Truly
2: was a shaking.
1: Yeah, but it's you know it's been a really uncomfortable process. But in that discomfort, you know that resistance has breeded strength. It's it's made uh, us more sure of the things that we were sure about, and the things that we weren't sure about that weren't important are falling to the wayside. You know, and in the midst of that, dark has gotten darker, light has gotten lighter. And I almost—I always say it's it's crazy, like there's crazy stuff happening now, you know, but, uh, you know, darkness, whatever. But I almost Mm. I kind of prefer it that way because it's a lot more cut and dry. You know, it's not like the gray is starting to become less gray and it's more light and dark. Right. We're
2: starting to see what really matters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The church is waking up. Yeah. And in the midst of all that shaking, there's a new breed God is raising up. There's a new breed with a new sound. Yeah. And they're coming. They're coming to demonstrate the gospel. They're coming to win the lost. And, you know, God uses broken people, God uses humble people, God uses hungry people that want to be used by him.
0: Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. And uh,
2: I, I, I truly believe that the power evangelists are coming. The power evangelists are coming. There's, there's people out there that are, you know, great ministries that are winning the loss, but I see the power evangelists coming. I see a new breed rising and a new breed coming. And, uh, you know, this new move, it it may begin in the churches. It may move to the tents and then move to the stadiums. Mm -hmm. But I know that if God is releasing a move, he's going to use his people in that move. Yeah. And, you know, every generation has a move of God's spirit. And it looks so differently. Mm -hmm. It looks so, so differently. but i'm excited because the harvest is all around us yeah and people are looking for the real thing yeah you know leaders have failed us the church has failed us in some ways but there is something god is doing in the midst of all of that Mm -hmm. there's a desperation happening there's a hunger happening yeah so we are that isaiah 60 generation that will arise and shine we are that generation that will be seen with the glory of god upon us and we will be the church the city upon a hill which cannot be hid and we will move forward in the darkness and it may even get darker but we will be those that carry the light Mm -hmm. and there's blessing even in the time of famine Uh, there is the cloud that provides protection i mean think of the children of israel they were supernaturally sustained Mm
1: -hmm.
2: supernaturally sustained they were just trusting god following the cloud manna came out of the cloud every day Mm -hmm. you know they had to have faith for the manna but the manna came uh i see the lord pouring out great blessing upon kingdom businesses Hmm. ministries yeah Uh, i see the lord blessing and releasing blessing in the midst of famine come on and uh that's what god is doing you know it's it's all about trusting him and uh, pursuing after the harvest and uh pursuing the kingdom Yeah, and you know because the world there's nothing in it the world is just a system and people serve the world and it's all empty Mm -hmm. but the kingdom serving the kingdom trusting the lord that's where the blessing is that's where the blessing is is serving the lord trusting him
1: yeah come on um So Jesse, you, you mentioned, uh, power evangelism several times. And I know that's, I know what that means. You know what that means, but there are some people that that's a new term for them. So what do you mean by the power evangelist?
2: Uh, I'm talking about God using the intercessor. I'm talking about God using that person that knows very little about the kingdom they're just newly born again but god is raising them up to be a power evangelist Uh, i'm talking about uh, how this is the hour where god is raising up the new breed the new breed of miracle workers the new breed of harvesters where the tents are coming back again just like in the days of a allen Uh, William Branham, Gordon Lindsay, there's a new breed that God is raising up. And this is the hour to be seeking the Lord, pursuing the Lord and going after the harvest because the blessing I see God pouring out is upon those that pursue the harvest. Yeah. Okay. So the power evangelists, that's you and me, Jeff. Mm. That is that is the church god is raising up those that will just say yes lord i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna be the harvester at my workplace in my business i'm gonna be the harvester at the mall the grocery store if you just make yourself available the holy spirit will use you and what the lord is releasing are those harvester angels that are drawing the harvest in it's the holy spirit that draws it's jesus that draws but there's also harvesting angels and there's angels that work with the heirs of salvation hmm. so hallelujah
1: yeah it's exciting man and then uh, earlier you said something and we kind of ta- kind of went over it briefly uh, you just mentioned you said, I'm seeing another wave and I wanted to hit on that again. So what do you mean by another wave? Are you talking about wave of winning souls, a wave of of what? You're seeing another wave coming. I, uh, I was like,
2: I got to have them elaborate on that. I'm going to be honest. I feel like in within America, uh, there's, there's, with everything we've seen, and I don't want to dive too heavily into that, but I feel like there's another wave coming where, It's even going to get darker in some ways. Yeah. Okay. But God's people are going to arise. They're going to arise in faith. They're going to arise in the glory. And the remnant within the remnant will be seen. Mm. Wow. The remnant within the remnant will be powerfully used by the Lord. And there's something about. There's something about all that pressure. There's something about all that chaos. And there's been great pressure on the church, and some have caved into the pressure. Some have just gone along with whatever they had to go along with. But there's something about standing, trusting the Lord, believing in God, and great faith arising great faith arising Uh, the glory of god will be seen upon those that move in great faith Mm -hmm. the power of god will be seen upon those that just say hey i'm not compromising i'm serving the lord doesn't matter who else compromises it doesn't matter what leader compromises i'm going to serve the lord i'm going to trust the lord
0: yeah
2: so that's what i'm speaking into Jeff. yeah
1: that's huge man and I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it and I'm glad I, I, I thought to, uh, thank you Lord to ask again. I think it was just an important thing to, to highlight, uh, you know, and it really goes along with a lot of, a lot of words that people have shared on this show actually about how, Hey, look, things are going to get darker, but, yeah. but those that follow the Lord, you know, Allah kind of like, um, Kind of like the land of Goshen, you know, with the the Israelites, you know, um, mm. in Egypt, you know. So uh, with the plagues and then being protected from that, and I think that it's not to say that you're not going to be put in situations where you're going to have to require faith, because that's what we've been talking about all episodes. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't mean that oh I'm just yeah. going to have a cush life and get coast through. I'm going to always find eggs. I mean, uh,
2: <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah.
1: Uh, you know, I hear uh, you, but it's just like, um, you know, it's, it, but it does mean that God is going to sustain and there's going to be a noticeable difference. I mean, even from, I mean, would you, you would say even from, you know, you're talking about the remnant of the remnant, right? There'd be a noticeable difference, even from somebody who's a professing Christian versus somebody who's legit, like, I mean, we're talking oh, like yeah. a bright one, like burning
2: bright. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's um, I mean, there's people that that are born again, their sons, their daughters. But then there's those that move in maturity. Mm-hmm. And it's the mature son daughter that speaks to the storm and the storm dissipates. It's mm-hmm. the mature son daughter that lays hands on those that have cancer and see the cancer disappear uh, there is a maturity and you know i i see maturity rising in the body of christ wow. i see maturity yeah. rising in the body of christ and we're seeing it we're seeing the shaking we're seeing some things come to light that we didn't know were, were, were there and There's been such an exposure, but the remnant within the remnant. And I I I know some people you know they don't like that terminology, Mm -hmm. but think of five hundred that saw Jesus's ascension. And there were only one hundred and twenty in the upper room. Yeah. When the fire fell. Yeah, that's a good point. So God always has a people that are going to arise. And I, I do see uh I, I do see something of a new move happening in the church, a new okay. a new wave. Uh something is something is shaking, something we feel it, we sense it, uh, we want it. And it, it's it's going to arise. And it may be tense all across america it may be it may look different it may be different than what some are even prophesying or even expecting it may look totally different interesting and we've got to keep our ear towards heaven and be obedient to what god is speaking to us and move with the cloud
1: yeah yeah come on so well,
2: I'm having fun though, Jeff. I'm having yeah. fun winning souls yeah. and seeing the miraculous. And it's been good. God's yeah. been good to us. And we just keep moving forward with the Lord. Mm. Yeah. So this is a great hour. Yeah. That we're living in right now. This mm-hmm. is a great hour. It's ex- it's an exciting hour. Yeah. It's not a hopeless hour. Yeah. It's it's not you know, this is the time to really believe God. And believe that he's going to use you. uh, Serve the Lord. Because you're going to be blessed. And move forward in the Lord. Yeah, Yeah. It's the greatest hour of harvest in America.
1: Yeah. That's a good word, man. It's a really good word. Man. All right. Well, Jesse, I would love for you to, to pray for people. You pray however you want, dude. Like all right if you get words of knowledge you can spit those out you can do yeah i'll just uh, between you and you and the lord i'll let you uh absolutely
2: all right well praise the lord father i thank you for every person on the broadcast tonight lord i thank you that your glory is moving upon them moving upon that ministry moving upon that business. Father, I thank you for anointing their hands to win souls, to see miracles, to see healing. Some of you right now, you're feeling fire coming into your hands. And God is wanting to use you with seeing the sick healed, with seeing radical miracles in the marketplace. Uh, Some of you are feeling that coming into your hands tonight so father i thank you for that for that activation right now for that impartation right now uh lord I, I bless every viewer on the broadcast tonight i thank you lord for anointing them with fresh oil i thank you for uh i i thank you god for stirring their hearts Lord, I bless the show, Elijah Fire. Uh, everyone involved in this in this uh, show and broadcast, Lord, bless them, bless what they're doing, God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. For opening deaf ears tonight. Thank you for opening deaf ears tonight, Lord. I'm seeing a right ear just popping open right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for healing cancer tonight. You're going to feel a a fire come on you. Uh, God is burning up the cancer. Thank you, Lord, for a healing wave, a wave of virtue tonight, Lord. Lord, release a wave of virtue for those that need healing tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for favor upon Elijah Fire, I thank you for tremendous favor upon this show and new open doors, God. New open doors. Souls coming into the kingdom through this broadcast. Thank you for that social media anointing. God, that social media anointing you've placed on Jeff. And I I thank you, God, for uh, new levels. I thank you for new open doors. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for souls, souls, souls. In Jesus' mighty name. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Jeff, I'm seeing uh, God using you to win souls. I'm seeing the youth coming. I'm seeing God use you uh, to win souls. Even off of this broadcast, just souls coming into the kingdom. I just I keep seeing souls, souls, souls and the youth. Praise the Lord.
1: Thank you. Um, I, I was actually feeling a sensation on my my right shoulder, kind of right into the neck. Somebody has like a like a lump there that they've found um Mm. and so lord we just we just declare healing over that 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 lump is dissolving right now in the name of jesus yes thank you lord for for healing their neck shoulder area and we just praise you jesus for that
2: hallelujah thank you jesus
1: all right jesse well Thanks for coming on the show. That was great. Thank you for that word. Um, how can people, uh, how can people follow your guys' ministry? I mean, you and Amy do a lot together, but you also do stuff individually. So yeah. you can plug whatever you want.
2: Uh, yeah. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Um, you can also connect with us on our website spirit ministries.org there you go praise the lord and also you have the book miracles in the glory uh yeah. i put a link to
1: your guys's store so it's got an ebook on there in there about the ephod as well that i believe you wrote oh um, yeah there's yeah. products
2: and yeah absolutely
1: yeah so check it out everybody uh so jesse thank you so much man this was this was great This yeah. this was, this really was a blast thanks for yeah. having me on jeff yeah absolutely man all right, everybody that's our show have a blessed wednesday tune in tomorrow we've got andrew Tao back on the show um and so he released a new book we're going to be talking about that a new word that he released we're going to be talking about that as well so uh that's going to be at 2 p.m 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time obviously there's also a donation link at slash donate all proceeds go towards keeping this program f- free at five days a week um, and so we really appreciate all of those donations, you guys. And as you know, a portion of every single donation goes towards our water well efforts over in Uganda and then soon to be Ethiopia. And then also we're doing stuff in Nepal now. Very exciting. God is on the move, but that's because of your guys' generosity and your obedience to the Lord in donating and sowing into this ministry. So God bless you guys. And we will see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with Andrew Tao. Bye-bye, everybody.